Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So, podcast number 42. And, Gosh. I know, and um, yeah, a bit, a bit of good news this week is that it's uh, British summertime. So that all started. So, and I don't know about you, Haley, but it's instantly lifted lots of people's moods. I noticed this. Like, just lighter nights. Um, You don't feel sort of as, all right, let's get, you know, bunkered in for the night. It's gone dark at four. I don't know, it's now that sort of light from seven, quarter past seven, half seven, it's still there. And I don't know, you're getting more stuff done. Everyone seems a bit more proactive and the sun shines a bit more and you're just like, everyone seems happier. There's a good, good place at the moment, like people in, hopefully anyway. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely felt a sense of that. The only thing that did make me chuckle was, though, I sort of said the previous weekend we'd done the Royal Way. John had been to the tip, we'd sorted out the garage, you know, we were like, yes. Yeah. Then we were going to try and be equally as productive last weekend. And it just was, the rain was torrential oh, on Sunday. I know. I know. It literally, it was obvious that, mo- I mean, Freddie hasn't, but it was obvious that most of the kids had broken up for half term because it's like, here come the torrential rain. <laughs> it was proper. <laughs> Proper. I was like, didn't spend any time outside over the weekend. It was rubbish. But it does feel like it's sort of turned a corner this week. I've optimistically sent Freddie to school today in his like PE gear, but I've put his little shorts on underneath because yeah. I thought it's actually supposed to be a really nice day today. Yeah, well, little Charlie, he's got his shorts on, gone to nursery. You're Aww. absolutely right. Just because, like you say, it's, um, it's yeah, this week's supposed to have been, uh, it's supposed to be warmer. So fingers crossed that is the case. And yeah, that is good news. And also good news is that um, if you're awaiting on goods to be delivered, the uh, that big massive <laughs> ship has finally has finally. Oh. Do you know and that was that was it? I mean, it's a great story. Rubbish. I mean, I always I always think you know when sometimes you think when people say you know you got to do do it. You know when people like talk mm. about maybe packing in their job and doing something else yeah. or you know retraining for another career and. You know, and obviously it's the, the nervousness, the risk involved mm-hmm. and all that. And, and people go, go on, do it. You know, what? What? You, you're not going to die. What could go wrong? And yeah. I think, mm, I wonder if the captain of that massive ship thinks, <laughs> oh, look, I mean, if I did this turn, I mean, seriously, what could go wrong here? Oh, right. Um, yeah, we're, we're literally well, stuck and we've just created. I mean, something like, was it? It's it's I mean, billions. It's billions, it's isn't it? Billions. <laughs> yeah. Billions. It's not even like it, it's not even like oh, it was it was like oh, a few you know, a lot of money. It, we're talking billions. Like it's next level money we're talking here, and and it's that thing of right. It's not quite the right comparison, but have you ever done that thing? I think as it might be just a woman thing, but sometimes I find nothing more satisfying than reversing into a very tight parking space while being observed by more than one man because the smug level for me is factor 10. However, we've all been in that situation where you immediately... I can imagine you parking up and then just... The old finger goes up. Yeah, <laughs> because it's that thing of, isn't it? You know, it's and it, and he was attempting a manoeuvre, I think, yeah. wasn't well, he? Well, I don't know. And <laughs> and well, I don't know what I don't know what he was thinking, but this, it's the embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, oh, you'd never get over that, would you? I mean, the thing is, is I mean, the captain's not been shown, and it's probably the right thing because you can imagine like the memes and stuff like that would come out, you know, in the future about this guy. I mean, poor this, guy. Honestly, the, uh, you. Just, I always think. I wonder what was sort of going through his mind as he realised this. This is not quite going to yeah, go. It's not moving. <laughs> it's not going to go. And I bet he was thinking, 
Oh, um, <laughs> it's just and, awful. And it was like you know we brought some tugboats, and they were saying something like the strongest, like tugboat that can pull like four hundred tons or something. Um, you know, there's like seven, but they were saying that this thing is like four million tons, and they needed, you know, it was just like a ridiculous yeah, they were amount. Starting of- <laughs> to, uh, they were starting to talk about taking some of the the the, the cargo that, off it yeah, exactly. to make it a bit lighter. A bit lighter. You're just like, oh, what an operation. I bet this guy was just like, you know, every phone call he dreaded to talk to, 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 to say, you, you know what they're doing now, don't you? You know what they're doing now? They're taking all the cargo off and having to dump it. Oh, you're joking. Well, and, I've just Googled it and it says the sewage canal, the Suez Canal blockage could cost $6 billion <laughs> to $10 billion in lost trade. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what possibly could go wrong? <laughs> well, someone said well, this was an article from five days ago, oh. saying an estimated four hundred million dollars, um, but it's an awful lot, and it's probably, in some ways, it's probably been um, not a good thing, but. Surely now there's going to have to be contingency there, or there's going to have to be something because if you were those shipping companies, you'd be like, "I know, we, we I know. cannot let this happen again. We cannot let this happen again." You could bring a lot of world trade to its knees. Well, the, it kind of has because this is what I did. I just, you know, first time I saw it, I was a bit, a bit like Corona. You know, you're just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, right. Oh, that's something that's happening over there." Um, and then next minute it was like, all oh, right, yeah, it's really serious. It's coming over here now. Oh my goodness, we're in a pandemic. We're locked down. Mm, mm. This canal thing, I was like, oh, look at this, what a nightmare. And then they started saying, well, if they can't move it, and this may be taking, I don't know, because they have to dig out the banks mm. of the canal or what, you know, like taking uh, four weeks or something to move this thing. They were saying actually it is a problem because it, they were talking about potential like rationing. I'd, I'd read somewhere because. If it wow. had taken quite a long time, there's, there's the amount of goods, as you said, that, that go through there and come to our shores, it was well, going to affect like the supermarkets and all oil this prices. Sort of, exactly. It says it carries over 10% of global yeah. trade, including <laughs> yeah. 7% of the world's oil. Yeah. I mean, like, that is a phenomenal statistic. The petrol shortage in like 2003 yeah. or whenever it was. And you just had to queue up for miles just yeah. to get some fuel. And I think that was, was that rationed at like 15, you couldn't, I don't Something think you could like fill that. your car do you know up, what, could you? Do you know what one of my memories is of that petrol shortage? <laughs> I was a full-time DJ at that time. And I can clearly remember loads of nightclub DJs because we were the people that were up and about oh, and like driving morning, legally yeah. at three in the morning. Yeah. I'll never forget, you might have even been there, there was a queue on Preston New Road near Fat Man's Corner. There used to be a garage, garage there. Yeah. And there must have been about, and I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> a dozen DJs in that queue. Because you were just in the queue, out mm. your car. Because basically, this was before social media, there'd be a whisper that this particular garage yeah. had got fuel. Yeah. So you'd all pretty much pack your skier up, fly to this garage, and then just join a queue for hours. And I just remember pretty much every DJ that I knew was in that queue because they'd obviously gone to I refill. the same whisper uh, or whatever. It's mad yeah. though, isn't it? That like even um, a sort of petrol shortage now that, that it would just it just wouldn't work because, like, say someone had Facebook or tweet out saying, you know, oh the shell garage on the Blackpool Road's got that <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone yeah. would pile in and go, and it it just got, and and then obviously people would do it for a joke. Do you know what I mean? Just so you wouldn't know what was true, oh, and what was God. false, and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it would just be no. chaos. But yeah, they were saying that that that's what could happen, and 
you know, supermarket shelves could have been left empty because um, no one. And you just think, oh, the the captain, you know. And was it just solely that one person, or because you think the size of that thing surely it would, I don't know, take a few people to sort of navigate. To, to, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it's that it, weird but, thing, isn't it, where you sort of think. God, they've, they've, it's like a small country on on, on the <laughs> water. Is. When you saw it the is. size of it, I thought, good God, mm. it, that's massive. Imagine the pressure in driving that. Uh-huh. Nah, rather them than me. And the less I know about it, the better, because it's 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 just it sounds terrifying. Yeah. Well, they were saying, would would you know would would they the contingency would they have to do? Because it's like one way in, one way out. There's no um, yeah. mess about. And then someone I heard someone saying on the radio the other day that. Um, you know, if this Suez Canal like wasn't there, what would happen? They were saying, well, they'd have to go round the sort of tip of Africa. The long way. So it's like a three or four week extra journey time. Yeah. You know, therefore, cost and, would and be And I tell you what, and... they were also saying, and I, I thought, God, I've never even heard that expression properly used before, but they went, and piracy is a huge problem. Mm, and I thought yeah. to myself, <laughs> for me, piracy has always meant... Illegal Copying copyright DVDs. of, of yeah. DVDs and videos. Yeah. When you've said well, you said piracy is an a, issue, a, halfway through the film, you just get a bloke standing up and walking across to go to the loo. Yeah, or something. that's yeah, piracy. Yeah. <laughs> when it was using its correct context on the news, I was like, oh god, yeah, piracy is literally pirates plundering yeah. Yeah. what you're trying to transport around the world. And in my mind, pirates is like yeah. from Long John the, Silver. From yeah, it's from storybooks. So when I heard them using the phrase piracy on the news, I was like, God, yeah, that really does happen. The Jed and Haley Show. As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. Uh, if you get a chance, do head over to blackpoolgrand.co.uk. There's all kinds of stuff on there. But one of the things to consider is if you are doing any shopping this Easter, Easter weekend on Amazon, then you can donate to Blackpool's Grand Theatre without even really trying if you sign up to Amazon Smile. It's really easy. I do it, actually. Um, and they donate half a percent of the price of uh, your eligible purchases. So it's dead, dead easy. And every so Often I get a letter, Jed, uh, not a letter, an email that says, uh, "Oh, thanks to you, we've donated this much That's this good. month or this year." I so I got what's this. jogged my memory. How yeah, it's what's jogged my memory. We, I got honestly, an email recently. We we, um, we purchased because of the lockdown, and everything. You know, just Amazon's. It's one of them, isn't it? He's just having to order. Your new best mate. Because, yeah, you have to get stuff for literally next day and all that. So I, I need to do because I do order a lot on there. So how do you do it? You just go on to, let me find the website. You go to, yeah, if, if you just type in Amazon Smile, mm. you just then log in into your account and then it lets you choose whoever you want to support. Okay. So you can choose any charity. Um, but I just do it as a way of um, of supporting the Grand Theatre because mm. it's just like, it's almost then hidden. It's just, I don't know how they do it. It's just the wizardry of Amazon, isn't it? They know what yeah. you buy, they know what you spend, and they decide to to donate, like I say, uh, a percentage of the price of, of your purchases, and it's a really easy way to give. And I know it works, because like I say, every so often, I'd love to know how often I get them, um, you um, you just get an email saying, hey, we've sent the gram this much. Um, there is actually a link. I've just been onto their Twitter page, and there is a link to it. Um, and yeah, if you just put smile.amazon.co.uk and then you just get signed up. It's dead easy. It takes well, two minutes. There you go. And plenty of shows as well um, to look forward to. This June the 21st um, roadmap is still looking like um, a good thing for the UK with all these vaccinations, which is amazing. So 
plenty of shows. They're all up on the Blackpool uh, Grand's website, which is blackpoolgrand.co.uk. It's time for Story of the Week. Okay, then. I've got, I'm going to let you choose, Jay, because I found two, and they're both really different. One is called Worst First Date. The other is called gr- <laughs> 90,000 Greasy Pennies. Let's go with the first date first. I, lo- oh, okay. I love, I love first date. This is a really, it's the real quick story that just made me chuckle. So essentially, this this woman uh, is on is on Tinder, and so she's on Tinder. She's done the whole swiping thing, got a match, and decided that she was going to go on her first socially distanced kind of date. Um, so she basically suggested to her match on Tinder that they maybe go for a dog walk uh, along uh, this this local uh, river, the River Mole. It was. So she's she's met him and they're having a little walk, and essentially what then happens is he sort of comments to her that her that his dog it was a boxer had never actually seen water you know like water on a river before, <laughs> and it excitedly jumped <laughs> off the bank and into the river. So the lady claims that while the man was too busy flapping, she reacted by darting down the riverbank, waded into the water to chest height to rescue the dog, while he, on the other hand, made just lots of useless suggestions. (laughs) After five minutes of being in the water, she made it out, having rescued the dog. Um, She then describes an awkward ten-minute walk back to the car where they very quickly said their goodbyes. So, um... Oh, have they not sort of... It's not like a... Oh, you're joking! I thought No, not even the start of a romantic, no. Oh, no! You see that? No. Surely! How is that not ended well? You know what I mean? You think about first dates and stuff like that. I I remember I had a really... um, With Claire, actually. We went to the cinema and... uh, I was like, and and weirdly, the the weekend before, every I mean, I'm talking now. Every so often, I get a really horrendous bout of cramp in my sort of hamstring, right? And it's awful. <laughs> and I mean, when I get it, it is like. Why have you never told me this? Oh, but it's every so often, every, and I'm oh talking. God, it might be once oh, a year, no. or it might be like twice in a year and you can so sometimes yeah and I remember the first time it ever happened I was at a football game weirdly commentating <laughs> and um, and because I was sat there and I just had my leg back I was obviously in a position um, where it, it then just cramped up and I just went ah! and I literally screamed um, and I had to get like Damo remember Damo a co-commentator at the time I was like carry on and he was to be like, what is going on? And I had to stand up and just like stretch my leg. And it was just awful. Anyway, so this had happened that weekend. And then what happens is about two weeks afterwards, I always get sort of a bit of a, it's like a sensation as if it's going to happen again. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't know, because I know the pain. I don't know if I'm like sort of like mentally, I'm sort of thinking, you know, I, I really don't want that uh-huh. anymore. So it, I don't know. It's a weird thing. But it happened that weekend, and we went on like okay. the Monday or the Tuesday. And uh, I remember thinking, I'm going to be sat in this cinema now for about two and a half hours. And um, I had to war- I had to warn her. I had to say, listen, <laughs> I'm really sorry to say this, and don't think oh, I'm weird dear, or anything like this. But if um, I I got this, and I was talking about this cramp, and she's like, right, okay. And I was like, listen, it's this isn't a thing, so don't judge me by it. It happens like once a year, but it happened at the weekend, right? No. And I said, 
if I get cramp, what I might have to do is like just if I might have to go on the floor and you'll have to you know like they do football and they like press on the no. uh, <laughs> press on. I went. Oh, that, anyway, thankfully it didn't happen. But I was sat there and I actually thought, what's he doing? I was sat there all through the film, basically massaging my hamstring <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> I basically thought, what's this guy warming up for? And I was oh <laughs> massaging my hamstring, oh my making God. sure it didn't happen. I anyway. thought you were saying you whipped out the deep heat. <laughs> Give that a rub, love. Just, just pop this on. Um, so yeah, and oh just God. weirdly just thinking about it, I'm rubbing my hands because I'm like, it's such a, it's such a horrible pain. You had cramps. Oh, it's the worst pain. What's ever. making me laugh now is it's just making me like Claire even more. <laughs> what what she must put up with, Jen? Oh, well, just... she, the problem is right is because she's so like lovely. Is that she was just like, yeah, no, that's fine, that's absolutely fine. And I was like, it's not fine, really. I mean, let's be honest, oh. this is not what you want. Do you anyway. know what? Claire's the closest thing I've ever met to a Disney princess. Oh, she's absolutely. so lovely. She's so that. lovely. I can't believe you film. rocked up to a date <laughs> warning that you might have to dive on the floor. <laughs> You'll have to compress my leg like a, oh my like a footballer in the 93rd oh. minute. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, what's the other story? Oh, God. Right, the other story. I just think it's one of them that you, you you imagine it happening, but not in actual real life. So this happened in America, in Georgia, actually. Uh, and a man has accused his former employer of being childish after he received his final paycheck of $915, uh, or £666, uh, in pennies. <laughs> so basically, he got his final payslip on the top of what could be described as like a mountain of pennies. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's, he's he, he basically accused the company of, of saying he had loads of problems getting hold oh, of his okay. last paycheck. And uh, essentially, um, he said that they were all like greasy and horrible. So uh, he now is cleaning them all so he can cash them in. It took him an hour and a half to get a few hundred quid. So he's still got you, plenty to do. How are you gonna, I mean, what? How do you go to the bank with that and say, here you go? Well, I don't know what the rules are in America, but I know in this country you you can't take lots of pennies to the bank. No, you can't take that. No, I don't think you can. No, I mean, there was a story similar to that. Someone got done, didn't they? Do you remember? There was a story about someone's bins didn't get um, emptied because like, the, the bin lid was open a bit and there was a bit of a rule. Oh, okay. One council in England, they were like, oh, no, you can't take your bin because your bin's like a little bit empty, uh, a little bit open the door. And they were like, well, mm-hmm. what, what do you want me to do? And they're like, well, you've got to kind of wait. It's like, yeah, but you, you don't collect often enough for it to, do you oh, know what I mean? They're like, God. well, you can take it to the tip. Anyway, this this had sort of rumbled on and this guy obviously clearly just getting more irritated. He ended up with about... He had, he had about, like, 15, like, garbage bags, you know, all just no. piled up. So he ended, he said, well, I'm not going to take him to the tip. He, he, and these, I remember this bin man, obviously, just was like, can't take all these, we're off. And he just got, you know, he just saw red, he got that mad. He just went to his council and went to the door and just basically opened all, all the bin bags just by the council door. Anyway, he was arrested, oh obviously, because you can't do oh that. But, yeah, God. I believe you can't. I don't think you can take that, mate. I think you take a few. No, but... I don't think you can. Yeah, well, and no, I don't think you can pay stuff in pennies like, either um, anymore. No, there's those machines in Asda, aren't there, in Tesco? Yeah. And they, they, I mean, but... I want some fancy going in there with a wheelbarrow full of what is how many pennies? Nine hundred thousand or something. No, no, it is. Yeah, yeah, ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. I mean, you imagine going into Asda. (laughs) Your car wouldn't. Well, your car would weigh too much as well, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? 
Well, essentially, um, it's. It, I've just checked, and in the UK, you've got to put the coins in corresponding bags and pound. <laughs> it has to be lumped up to a pound. <laughs> that would just take him years. That would take him years. Crazy, isn't it? You wouldn't if he does it. And we'll have to follow up on that story. <laughs> is it right or is it wrong? So, three news stories here. One of these is right, two are wrong. I think you got it right last week, didn't you? I'm sure you did. Um, um, I can't, do you know what? I can't, I can't remember. remember. And I, I can't, can't see if I mean... Yeah. No, some of these are dead old. I've got oh, Natalie right. and Brulia, Fat Boy Slim, and Kim and Kanye. <laughs> That's all I've just. Oh no, right, Family, well, Rebecca oh. Vardy, Gemma's Knickers, and Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I need a new sheet on my desk pad. Just well, give me a sec. Talk amongst right. yourselves. <laughs> all these are basically um, stories of celebrities that are having something auctioned off. Okay. That's, that's a there. new sheet. <laughs> new sheet on the desk pad. New sheet coming in. Right, here we go. Right, I'm so, ready. All I'm being ready. auctioned off. Here we go. First one, Frank Sinatra's My Way Tour Shoes. They're going under the hammer. Apparently they were unearthed at one of the old theatres in the States. Sorry, I've got a real burping fit at the moment. Uh, at one of the old theatres in the States after it was bulldozed to make way for a state-of-the-art new one. Apparently the shoes were found um, in all the rubble and inside was his name, F. Sinatra, and of course the designer, um, okay. which then linked the clues and everything back to that tour. Uh, apparently they're set to um, raise about $10,000 when they go nice. under auction. Next one, apparently a letter from Paul McCartney from the 80s um, about him stealing a blanket He's going to be sold for £3,000 this week. Uh, apparently, him and George Harrison went on a bit of a holiday. Um, there was a lady that lent them blankets and stuff like that. They stayed in this B&B. Um, and apparently, he uh, he snuck off with one of these blankets. Anyway, the lady, obviously, you know, knowing he was famous, this was back in the 50s, knowing he was famous, wrote to him and said, uh, by the way, you owe me a blanket. So he wrote back, this was in the 80s, wrote back and with a cheque for £30 to settle oh, nice. differences with interest, uh, she cashed a cheque, of course, uh, but that letter is actually going to go, because it was all signed, oh, under auction okay. for £3,000. Uh, and the final one, uh, Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. Uh, apparently, he's having something auctioned off this week. His underpants, uh, the Rockers Undies, apparently they were flung off at a fan in 1975. Uh, the fan has literally kept them not washed. That's, what, that's another oh, thing. Right, okay. Apparently, he's hoping that Jagger's keks going to cash her a nice nest egg of, get this out, £10,000 when they go under the hammer this week. So there you go. Right. All auctioned stories this week. So Frank Sinatra's shoes, Paul's mm. letter about the blanket mm. and Mick's undies. Wow. Yeah. There you go. They are, they are difficult. Mm. I mean, they're all very plausible. Yeah. Yeah, so McCartney nicks a blanket. Gave mm-hmm. in the fifties, gave her thirty quid back in the eighties. That letter, three grand. Jagger's on Dizzy, flung them at a fan, and they kept them, and uh, not washed them. I mean, the thing is, in the seventies, nowadays, the, like blokes undercrackers are pretty sort of fashionable, aren't they? You know, there's a bit more of a design to them. But in the seventies, they were sort of wasn't much to them, was there? Do you know what I mean? Like a big Y front. That was about it. Mm. Um, Frank shoes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think the problem is you'd have to take the fans' word that Mick flung these undies, well, otherwise yeah, they're just a pair of forty-odd-year-old undies. 
that's so true. that's that's my problem with that. Mm. And I feel a bit maybe that way with Frank Shoes. Maybe they belong to, you know, Frederick Smith. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So Paul's blanket is potentially the only one that's possibly provable in terms of authenticity. Mm. But it's a bit boring. Mm. And it's a letter of... Mm. Just a letter. Just a letter, three grand. But he's got his signature on. You know, mm. uh, autograph. But would you pay three grand essentially for an autograph? In a letter just saying, sorry, I nicked your blanket. Here's 30 quid. I don't cast the Quite a lot of money, that, isn't it? In the 80s, 30 quid. Um, I don't know. I think it probably was. Probably about a grand. No. In the 80s? How much was a house in the 80s? I don't know. I know in the 70s they were about 10. Yes, in the 80s, say double. Thir say 30 grand. Hmm. 80 quid. Oh, I don't know. I don't know whether to now to go for it. I'm, I'm not going for mixed undies. And there's what? no way. I'm not. <laughs> no. Because they're probably just an old pair of 70s undies. <laughs> you might have his name in. Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so I, uh, I'm tempted to possibly go for Frank Shoes. It feels a bit more showbiz and a bit more, you know. Okay. I can imagine people parting with a lot of money for that. So, mm. um, yeah, the, the, the Paul's blanket letter feels a bit boring and three grand for a, a letter feels a bit much. Uh, yeah, Mick Sundays, possibly just a pair of scruddies from the 70s <laughs> um, so yeah for that reason I'm going for Frank's My Way Shoes okay. well I can tell you it. unfortunately it is not um, mixed pants I knew that uh, I, it's I not knew Mick Jagger's catch so it's not them um, but it's also not Frank Sinatra's shoes yeah, <sighs> yeah apparently it's, um, this letter Auction off this week, three grand apparently is going to wear. I mean, maybe more, but uh, that's the sort of guide price on it. But yeah, apparently he'd, um, him and George had been on this holiday in the 50s, 1958. Got this B&B. They weren't famous, obviously, at the time. They were just sort of okay. starting out. And uh, he snuck off with one of these blankets. And um, she never forgot. And then realised, she was like, hang on a minute. Because obviously it wasn't too long until he made it. And she was like, oh, he's, mm -hmm. uh, he, he, I'm sure he nicked one of them. Anyway, wrote to him in the 80s and he went, oh, yeah, you know what? Sorry about that. I actually haven't got the blanket anymore, but it's 30 quid. I Cashed do like the, that landladies just don't forget that sort they of stuff. They don't, do they? A blanket, <laughs> yeah. You know, you think just buy a new I one, but you didn't then, did they? You know, it was like, no, no. we wash it, we keep them. We well, I'm not them. forgetting about that. Yeah, so there you go. So, it was oh, you've had me right over there. blanket. Uh, so, yeah, guy price this week, three grand for that letter. The Jed and Haley Show. So, Jed, uh, time for the question. What are you watching? Well, um, I've actually, I watched um, a document. I finished that uh, Drive to Survive uh, Yeah, that's next on our list, I think. Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, that was ahead of this, the Bahrain Grand Prix, which was last weekend. So that was really exciting. So, uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I can't uh, recommend that enough, Drive to Survive. Even if you're not a massive fan of Formula One, it's just... Wait, shot the, the sort of drama and everything like that. It's very good. Um, but anyway, I watched this week a documentary on Netflix called Sea Spiracy. Or yes, oh, I'm going to watch that, that today. Actually, Sea Spiracy. It's about an hour and twenty. Um, it, it, do you know what? It's actually pretty shocking. It really is absolutely shocking that just what this fella on Earth is just incredible. It makes you not want to eat fish ever again really? just because of the treatment of everything and the fishing industry and 
like um you know like dolphin safe tuna you know and all this and it's like it's just a load of rubbish um and watching this program because like, i'm a bit like that i'm a bit like oh yeah okay you've got the labels i'm fine that's no problem you watch this program you go it is absolute garbage the whole thing really? is garbage um and there's a scene at the end in a place called faroe island in denmark and it just mm-hmm. it's it's just um yeah it's it's just horrible so yeah one for um not the little eyes certainly but um yeah, you know yeah, yeah. It, it but one no doubt about it it really makes you think i, I was glad i watched it because um, it just it just makes you think, you know, you think, wow, something needs to be done, and and hopefully, and even you know, fish farming, you know, because I thought, oh, it's all that's all sustainable because of the the way that they do it, you know, they all breed, and then you know we take some for us, and you know, and all that sort of stuff. Again, that just goes under the microscope, and you're like, oh my goodness, is there anything about the fishing industry that's right? Um, yeah, because wasn't that a big thing to do with Brexit as well that they were arguing over yeah, fishing in our waters? Massively, because well, Scott, the Scottish economy, you know, it's billions, absolutely billions, mm. like salmon and stuff like that, is billions to them. But he go, he goes into it, he goes up to Scotland and he, you know, really? talks to people. Yeah, he, honestly, but I mean, I, I, and it's horrible. But there's there's stuff in there that's just worse, absolutely worse. It's it's um, but it's a great documentary. For me, probably a bit too long. It was an hour and twenty. I think it could have could been have, about could an have hour. Yeah, it could quicker, have been an hour yeah. to be honest. But um, you know, it, it it's yeah, it's pretty shocking stuff, and really makes you think. And actually, you you hope that this kind of documentary has been made, and hopefully, you know, like governments and MPs and prime ministers and presidents all look at it and go, "Wow, something really needs to be done." Um, but they question governments in certain countries, you know, because they hide stuff um, and uh-huh, turn okay. a blind eye because of economies and all this sort of business. Uh, and actually some governments sort of funding certain things. Um, oh, and it's right. all in this programme. Honestly, it's fascinating, but shocking at the same time. And, and it'll really give you that sort of wow. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch that today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good. See Spiracy, it's called on Netflix. Very good. Um, well, we finished this weekend, Your Honour. Uh, oh, yeah. Because... It was all right. It, yeah. it was just we needed to finish it, and I'm glad we did. It was fine. Still enjoying Line of Duty. Absolutely oh, brilliant. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I also watched the final episode of Interior Design Masters, which <laughs> I adored. It was just like my little thing that I really loved uh, on BBC Two. That was ace. Um, but haven't really watched a great deal because I've just been ridiculously busy. However, yeah. I do want to share a little a little story with you. So. Freddie's a bit movie obsessed. I think it's because he likes watching YouTube and what have you. Mm. So he'd sort of said to us. Um, can we watch a movie on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, we'll watch a movie Saturday night. It'll be fine. So he announces that he wants to watch this Tom and Jerry movie. Now, oh, I should yeah. say that Freddie doesn't say Tom and Jerry. He says Tom and Gerald. Oh. I think he feels like that's his actual name. So in our house, it's always Tom and Gerald. So he said, oh, can we watch? There's a new Tom and Gerald film. So I was like, all right, okay, whatever. Thinking there isn't. Mm. Anyway, it turns out there is. There's there a new is, Tom yeah, and Jerry yeah, film. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've gone to him. Yeah, yeah, we can watch it. We can watch it. No problem. <laughs> This is so cringy. So he goes, yeah, great. Well, we'll watch that then. And then it comes to Saturday night and I go on to like, you know, like the on-demand mm. services. You can get it from YouTube or you can get it from um, Prime and mm. other places. Have a guess how much it was. Oh, yeah. Do you have to pay for it? I don't know. What? Yeah. Four ninety nine or so. Keep going. Tenner? No, keep 15? going. Fifteen? A little bit more. 20, 16, 17 16 quid? Qu- really? 16, 17 quid. So I literally, I went to John, I went, we're not watching that. He's like, <laughs> what? I went, I went, we're not watching that. 
I was like, get that other one. And literally, we ended up watching a Tom and Jerry film that was made in the 90s. You fobbed him off. (laughs) Honestly, Jed, it was the We all lost out. It was the worst film. Tom and Jerry actually spoke. Oh, yeah. And it was about three quid. And I just looked at John and I was like, We've met, we should have just paid the 16 quid. Because after about 40 minutes, Freddie went, this isn't the movie. Yeah. I went, yeah, it is. Tom and Gerald, you saw us, this is it. He's like, I mean, he thought it was hilarious. He was laughing his little head off. But can you believe that? 16 quid. And right? he fell over. Wow. I didn't know that. Because normally when they come out, they're about four or five quid on streaming services. But that, yeah. Wow, 16. They, they've probably Honestly, gone for that, I probably would would have gone to about a tenner. Yeah, you know, yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, sixteen quid I thought over my dead body. Yeah. Am I paying that? Not when wow. the amount of money we pay out for Sky and Netflix <laughs> and Disney and all the rest of it. I was like, sixteen quid? Are you joking me? So yeah, maybe we could change this feature. So what have you not watched? <laughs> <laughs> so we go. have not watched the new Tom Jerry film because I'm tight. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, keep your suggestions in maybe on what you've not watched because <laughs> of the price. But anyway, um, yeah, you can um, put it on Facebook. Uh, the Jed and Haley Show, we're on there or at Miss Haley K or at Jed Mills on Twitter. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.